This evening we'll, uh, I'll be offering a guided sit, a samatha concentration sit. And whether you're a practicing, a primarily practicing concentration in this retreat or not, it doesn't matter. <coughs> this, uh, this will be of use for everyone, hopefully. So we'll be focusing on the development of samatha, which is sometimes uh, translated as tranquility meditation, concentration, with samatha being an unperturbed, peaceful, and lucid state of mind that is attained by strong mental concentration. So finding an appropriate sitting posture, which it looks like you all have done already, The floor or the chair, either is fine. And sitting in a way where bodily discomfort either doesn't exist at all or is at least minimal. So making yourself comfortable. I don't want you to lie down on the floor, but although you can do meditation at times lying down, but not this evening. with this practice, struggling with bodily pain uh, isn't really a struggle worth engaging in. It keeps the attention rooted on a gross level. So again, sitting in a way where bodily discomfort is quite minimal. And if you need to shift your posture slightly as we go along, that's also just fine. So we'll take a couple of moments now settling in. And doing a simple body scan. In your sitting posture, which can be helpful, supportive for you to sit in a relaxed manner. So take a few moments to do that.
with this samatha practice, it's important to keep the mind and heart bright and spacious so that there aren't any struggles anywhere or at least we're not encouraging or tending towards struggle. Heart, mind, relaxed, bright, and spacious. And we'll begin by gently making a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. This practice of Anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing, asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, with the breath certainly being the initial ongoing object. This is where the attention is focused. This is really the first step and basically the most important and probably the most difficult step of this practice. Applying the attention. It's called vitaka in Pali, or applied thought. So a clear intention to make the breath your object of attention. With the clear intention to constantly return to the breath. It can be at the nostril area, or it, if you're very used to paying attention to the breath in the belly, the rising and falling movement in the belly, then you can take your attention there. Staying very relaxed and interested as we move along in this process. So take a moment now for your gentle intention, in your own words, silently.
the development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily and mental experience, be it a pleasant or an unpleasant experience. No matter what else arises in consciousness at any of the six sense doors, at the mind consciousness door as well, one of the six sense doors, we practice with the simple intention this evening, gently, to not dwell anywhere but with the touch sensations of the in and the out-breath. Which, with uh, each of the sense doors, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, thought, with all of the sensory information that comes into and through each of these sense doors, with this practice of cultivating concentration, the intention is to let go and just simply return to the breath. Let go, relax, and just simply return to the breath with an interested, bright, easeful, and relaxed energy of attention. This vitaka process may need to occur many times within a sit as we learn or as we train the mind to bring the attention to a connected one-point, one-pointed focus. Great patience is one of the qualities of mind and heart that is required and we learn in this practice. Great patience. So now bringing your attention to the breath sensation at the small space between the upper lip and the edge of the nostrils or bringing the attention to breath sensation just below the nose or at the edge of the nostrils or maybe at the top edge of the upper lip and occasionally for some people maybe to the tip of the nose 
And again, if you are very used to paying attention to the movement of the breath and the belly, then you can let your attention go there. So taking your time, finding your place of attention. The place where at this point you most easily are able to notice and to feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. If it's in the upper lip nostril area, it will be subtle. If it's in the belly, it's not as subtle. finding your spot, and then stay with that place. Stay with that spot as we go through this evening's guided set. Don't move around from one place to another. That will not allow the concentration to develop. And once you've located your spot, at this point let the noticing of the breath sensation to be a general noticing. Don't tighten up. Don't try too hard. Keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time soft and relaxed at what is called the anapana spot or the touching point. And not hurrying at all. Really taking your time. You have all the time you need.
if it might be helpful for you, you can reconnect with your intention briefly, your intention to learn this evening, or at least experiment with this worthwhile and beautiful and healing practice. And you can connect with your intention to stay with the breath or reconnect with the breath again and again. Just do it very lightly if you do reconnect with your intention. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. You certainly may be mindfully aware of the in-breath and the out-breath sensations, but right now give a primary attention to the sensations of the in-breath at the touching point. Staying relaxed. Letting go of expectation. Letting go of wanting something. Receptive, open, interested, connected. Relaxed.
And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. And again, you'll notice in-breath sensation and out-breath sensation. But give attention primarily to the out-breath sensation at the touching point, which is often subtler than the in-breath sensation. If you find yourself trying to grasp it, tightening up, your energy is off balance, so relax. And just simply start again. And now mindfulness of both the in and the out-breath sensations at the touching point. Don't Follow the breath up into the nose or into the body or out of the body. This will keep you from developing the concentration and it will keep your concentration from really coming along. It's very simple, very light. Receptive, interested, and relaxed.
not lethargic, relaxed, but bright-minded, interested. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip, around the nostrils, the space between the edges of the nostrils and the upper lip. Or maybe the movement of the breath in the belly. This is what will enable you to move towards the development and perfection of concentration. in relationship to thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening 
and very simply letting go. Meaning not being attached or averse to anything, such as the silence, various other conditions, physical and mental, within you, as well as the conditions around you. Including any experiences that come in through any of the six sense doors and including any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. This is a very important point. We notice mindfully, but without attachment, without identification. There's a developing willingness to let go of thought. The practice is to just briefly, lightly, recognize that thought is occurring, and then just simply let it go. It's useful, very helpful now and ongoing throughout the practice to guard the sense doors, meaning to absorb only a minimal, a minimum of sensory impressions, 
And this isn't always so easy. As many of us have strong habits of looking for and letting in many, many sensory impressions. In relationship to this practice of concentration, the importance of guarding the sense doors is that it cuts down the nutriments for thinking and getting caught by or dwelling in thought. And I can assure you that the development, strengthening, and deepening of concentration will be nurtured through practicing this way. So we engage in this practice in a more cloistered way than we may have practiced meditation previously. can be very worthwhile. If you notice that the mind is spacing out, attention is spacing out, bring it back to the touching point. The intention is to let go to not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. And this needs to remain clear and firm with this practice. Clear and firm, but not rigid and hard. There's a very subtle balance of heart and mind that develops as this practice moves along.
light, bright, receptive, interested. When you notice that the developing concentration is starting to crumble around the edges or that it's fading into wandering mind or you notice that concentration has been totally lost, with gentleness and the kindness of a patient heart, Just simply renew your intention to come back to the breath. To focus with connection and clarity. And at the same time with relaxed attention. To the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point.
At times the heart, mind may easily get tired during the early stage of this practice or at the beginning of retreat as the practice slowly unfolds. As it really takes a considerable effort If the mind gets too tired, the practice can become a struggle and so it won't be successful. So it's important to keep the energy balanced, bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. A wise response to a tired mind or heart might be refreshing and balancing the energy with some outdoor walking. Not right now, but at another point, or maybe a cup of tea. Maybe even a short rest. Some people have such a long and strong habit of struggle that it may at first be hard to even recognize it as an unwholesome attitude, unwholesome actions, unskillful, unnecessary. And then to just simply let it go. But in time with wholesome intention and wise effort and the heart of of developing patience and kindness, the heart will learn to stay out of the realm of struggle or to just simply let go of struggle.
when the breath is subtle, you shouldn't make the breath more obvious. As this causes agitation and concentration won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. With the great heart of patience. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom this way, the breath will reappear. We just keep going with the practice, breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper.
just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in place and is sustaining, and a particular sign of concentration, which is an object that appears in the mind and is only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration. When this is on the cusp of occurring, it hasn't yet occurred, but it's kind of in the wings, on the cusp the breath may start to become very, very subtle and unclear. And sometimes people may even think that it's stopped. It has not stopped. Just stay at the place where you last noticed it. patiently, open-heartedly, receptively. And just be there. When it seems that the breath has stopped, it's just the fact that mindfulness is not strong enough for you to be aware of this very, very subtle breath at this point in your practice. This very simple, though not so easy, but very simple, beautiful and healing practice. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the Anapana spot.
In closing our guided sit this evening with some words from the Buddha. From the Samyutta Nikaya. Bhikkhus, bhikkhunis, yogis, mindfulness with breathing on Upanasati that one has developed and made much of has great fruit and great benefit. Even I myself, before awakening, while still a bodhisattva, a Buddha-to-be, lived in this dwelling, lived in this way of life for the most part. When I lived mainly in this dwelling, the body was not stressed, the eyes were not strained, and my mind was released from the asavas, the corruptions, the kilesas, the cankers, through non-attachment. For this reason, should anyone wish, may my body not be stressed, may my eyes not be strained, may my mind be released from the asavas, through non-attachment, then that person ought to attend carefully in his or her heart and mind to this mindfulness with breathing meditation. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.